A design doesn't exist devoid of context. Sometimes the context has more to do with cultural background, sometimes the physical environment and sometimes the state of mind the user is in. You ignore it at your own peril in developing digital products, no matter what it is. It is known that uh, cultural differences pose challenges and opportunities for the way people interact with each other. Still, also, it influences internet usage, e-commerce, trust, information and communication technology adoption, internet marketing and website development. Cultural awareness is an essential aspect of design and designers who adopt a cross-cultural user experience strategy are more likely to come up with more usable and valuable designs. It is a well-known fact that the user prefer digital products that reflect their cultural characteristics. People are creators of habits. You must know when these habits will help them to adopt your designs faster and when these habits could present potential challenges. Present a Chinese app to a Western users, they would likely feel that it is too cluttered to be usable, whereas if you present a Western app to Chinese people, they would likely feel that it is very skeletal with little functionality. Those reactions came off rooted deeply in their habits. But if you design your product, leveraging your user existing mindset and habits, you could reap handsome dividends. As designers, nothing is more satisfying than see our design click naturally into the world of the users. And to do that, you want to know when and how the user's habits will work for or against you. As designer, we don't simply take everything in without some level of questioning and deeper digging. When an hypothesis is formed, the next step is to test it further, so it's fundamental to look at the theories with a critical thinking mindset. In that way, we will be able to design more impactful products. Hi everyone, I'm glad to be back for a new episode of The Entangler, the original podcast powered by TenGT Design Studio, part of NTD Data Design Network. We are a global network of diverse design studios full of explorers hungry to learn and passionate to ignite positive impact on humanity every day. You can find us in Italy, Germany, UK, Japan and China. Shanghai is uh, the stage where the story you are going to listen to is set. My guest is Xiaoming Jiang, Shanghainese born and bred, UX designer with a huge passion for radio and podcasting. Hi for everyone. And uh, yes, I'm, comes, uh, I'm from Tentity Shanghai studio. I was born in Shanghai. I'm a Shanghainese. I really love travel and I'm a yoga person. Uh, when I was a child, I want to be a radio host because the radio program uh, accompanied, accompanied me uh, through every uh, summer holiday nights. Actually, the radio host is my dream job. I can listen, I imagine I can listen to other people's stories and uh, I really, really like this. And uh, so I a little bit envy you, <laughs> Diego. You have my dream job. 
Yeah, it's it's a kind of, <laughs> uh, but um, yeah, I know also that you have a um, you started your uh, own podcast. Yeah, I think uh, uh, I start to do this because in during the pandemic, everyone need to stay at home. Uh, and I feel super lonely. The feeling is super upset. So I try to achieve myself and I try to connect to, to my friends. Uh, we, we call every day. So I think why we just call it, we can record it and mm -hmm. put it online because some topic I think which is very interesting because we, we can talk about everything. We can talk about the episodes, the movies, and uh, a lot of interesting things. So I just uh, ask my, some of my friends and they just say, okay, let's do it. So mm -hmm. we start. Her desire to tell stories and offer a creative reading of the world around us later led her to embark on a journey through design. I think one reason I become to be a designer because I think uh, during my the school moment and and uh, all the child, I feel I have a little bit problem uh, with the reading and with the spelling. I grew up after I uh, graduated at a university. Uh, uh, someone told me maybe it's called uh, dyslexia. Mm -hmm. So I, I'm not sure you do know this problem. Uh, I think uh, some kids has this problem. So. My personal experience is it's, it's not to stop me to studying, but sometimes uh, when I read uh, the whole story or I'm trying to spell something, it's a little bit uh, difficult. I need to spend more time. But that's why I think my study way is a little bit different with the normal uh, students. So I feel I super good at using the uh, the, the graphic memory method. I remember to uh, learning something and use the graphic memory. So it's someone will use like to uh, to read or every content they can they have really, really good memory. But uh, my study way is to try to imagine and um, all the knowledge translated to the graphic part. Sometimes I uh, keep in my mind use the graphic image. Mm -hmm. So um, so I feel I'm really, really good at it. So I think that's the reason, one reason I am trying to study the design and related to my work. Maybe I have a chance to, to sharing this story to your podcast audience because I I'm not sure does every everyone have this problem. Some people may have this problem, but I just want to tell them: just don't worry about uh, this. Is cannot be this problem. It cannot be uh, infected to your life because you you will have like transfer your your mind will transfer to another way to learn. It's never stop to learn everything. So that's why that's I want to say yeah. Dyslexia today is a problem that can be faced without many difficulty at school, at home, with people. A few years ago, it was somehow a taboo that sufferers had to face alone. I think uh, for my age, 
I, I mean, you, you already said for this generation or for the educator, it's totally uh, study to evolution is different. But for my age, uh, not everyone to know this is a, a common common problem. My children will uh, happen. So, so yes, uh, for me, it's uh, I'm luck. I'm not. I'm sure. Maybe I'm lucky. So I feel all the pictures and every uh, every graphic things can help me. Also, maybe my maybe my English stopped me to uh, communicate or to present something. But uh, uh, if I use my own language, uh, I would like to say I'm uh, I'm not so, how to say start for English. It's like and my my friend and my mom always say I never stop talking. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes uh, I through talking to help me to organize. Yeah. Uh, information. Sometimes we miss our certainties when we are students and our coordinates are suddenly reshuffled. Xiaoming discovered the material depths of user interface design through a website design project at university. Actually, in the university, uh, my major uh, was uh, I learned exhibition designer. So it's everything about the architecture with the space. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I got a, a internship uh, with um, a whole foreigner design team. It's a, I mean, it's a user center uh, design team. So I got to uh, get a opportunity. To learn the English language and the UX language at the same time, so that's the uh, that's everything begin. And through the, uh, I think they, they they teach me the basic methodology with what is UX, and and through the interviews, observing uh, for the end user behaviors and to have the uh, empathy to understand what they need. Uh, it feels like uh, it feels like uh, immersive. Listen to the radio when I was young, so yeah. I think I really really like that, and I I have I found my um, passionate for that. So I start to switch my job position to the UX designer. Xiaoming first approach into design environment followed the significant change that internet gave to web services. The outsource company, I think it's called. Uh, it's called Pactera. It's uh, it's related. They, they, of course, they are outsource company, and they have a lot of uh, project related to the uh, internal systems. Mm-hmm. Uh, at the beginning, not not like like, like this time, uh, everything changed. Everything uh, related to the digital parts. So at the really beginning, it's uh, we start to uh, project related to the internal. Um, portal systems, uh, internal company internal system, and then uh, the whole industry changed. Uh, everything start to build a website. Uh, uh, our users changed. We need to face on the normal current users. So everyone start to build a website, start to build apps. So you know the industry a little bit different. So that's why we, we are we are, we are now and we and we have chance to join uh, NTT. Entity data came soon. 
Xiaoming started eight years ago and now is one of the most expert UX designer in Shanghai. Because we have separate for different group. Uh, in my group, uh, we have seven designers, but in other group, totally, I think it's almost. Uh, we also have a consultants. It's also in the Shanghai studio. So totally, I think almost uh, 30 people, but they have different position. Uh, and in my team, uh, it's also a little bit special. It's not secret, but I, I, I'm, I'm happy to say uh, we have seven uh, female uh, designers. Mm -hmm. So my team is all the girls, I think I would like to say, yeah. The benefits of user-centered approach are well recognized and it's now the backbone of the product design process. Being aware of the user's cultural background is the first sign that the project is going in the right direction. Basically for the UX floor, uh, I think, I believe the method is same. When we got client uh, requirement or client ideas, um, to uh, emphasize defined problem as our first step. And the uh, next one is we will uh, identify the uh, brainstorming uh, with our client and with the um, developer team together. We will think about uh, what is this product, what is what we need to do and uh, why and, and what is the benefit for this product for the user and for the client. Then we will do the design uh, prototyping and test it. Uh, after the uh, developing, uh, even after the, the product uh, launched online, we still will improve our design uh, based on user's feedback, Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, we're collecting some data, so we will continue for improve our design. So also with client, I think also it's similar. Uh, we call it maybe maybe use the Chinese word. Maybe we call it we we are not uh, to I mean to uh, to get a requirement. Actually, we create something with our client together uh, because I believe uh, I, I I'm a particular UX designer. I have we have our expertise for our for our part, but our clients they are also expert from different industry. Mm -hmm. So they have their expert experts for their fields. So actually, we uh, we are work together. We are thinking everything together uh, from different perspective. So our job sometimes is to uh, translate everything to the digital, I mean, digitalize uh, to the interface and help everyone to understand what is the real product look like. It's all about relations, the one we create between the end users and the product, but also the one we built with our clients. It depends on what kind of what type of for this project. If it is its own UX project, so we will have we will hire a UX PM. So, but if it's a very large project with a lot of uh, 
developing things. So we will have a product PM. So we we work with our client, we work with a project PM, and sometimes we need to work with the, the third party partners. All the projects will have the design workshop, but at least every project we will have the internally workshop or design workshop. But some, sometimes we will feel um, the client a little bit shy for the, for the workshop if you, you want to them to draw something or to do the car fields. But some clients, they are very, very exciting. So it depends their feedback. So we will uh-huh. try firstly, if they are very enjoyable for this one, it's very good feedback for us. So we are, will plan more and more. Sometimes we don't need to back to the office. We all, we just uh, book like a mm-hmm. meeting. I mean, meeting one week or or like three days to find some war room. So everyone sit them together in the same room. Everything's changed, and uh, I think our clients they are more and more uh, understand what is UX and how you user experience is very very important. So. I think they are changing their mind. They are, they, but it's not means they can very quickly to respond everything uh, in the in the in the same time. So we will give them some homework. If we uh, observe this uh, workshop, it's uh, not our expectation for the very quickly efficiency or something. But we. Uh, Especially for during everyone in the during the pandemic time. So, I, uh, for my personal experience, I feel more and more comfortable to use the uh, like online workshop mm-hmm. because uh, some because uh, online pro- online workshop we can, we can have some space. We can have some time to get everyone uh, to choose or to thinking time. So I think uh, uh, the physically together the workshop is one option. Another option is we can use online tool because I have a lot of the online tools are very good to collection ideas. Maybe some ideas you are inspire them so they can uh, quickly give the comments. Uh, maybe not in the same time, but uh, I think they will, will do a lot of feedback for us. Show me what your home looks like and I can tell you what kind of person you are. Maybe it is a gamble, maybe it is too generalized, but when we see an app for the Eastern market, it may seem full of stimuli, as if the environment that people who will use it, and I'm thinking about great Chinese cities, can be replicated into the digital space. Uh, I think people like to put everything in the one super app example for the WeChat because WeChat is a super super big app uh, it has a, a lot of functions so including the live streaming including the news even they have the finance service right. we can shopping we can we can have uh, entertainment uh, through everything uh, through WeChat and WeChat uh, mini program so it's also a company uh, I mean the business opportunity so we have a lot of successful I mean, the product case to help company, to help uh, our client to build their uh, own mini program in the WeChat platform. 
Uh, I think uh, the, uh, WeChat is a super super app. At the really really beginning, uh, we saw WeChat only uh, has a new version as a social online chat room. But uh, the the WeChat can use a lot of things right now because they are developing a lot of functions in including in the WeChat even the new technology AR VR also included. And mm-hmm. and another sharing experience. Uh, the behavior a little bit dif- maybe different uh, with 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 other because I think the QR code uh, is very very important uh, here, mm-hmm. but but not everyone to use the mobile camera to scan the QR code. The behavior naturally for us is they will open the WeChat app, then scan the QR code. Then to surfing everything, they got all the information, but still in the WeChat platform. So the WeChat will direct you to WeChat mini program. It's a brand uh, mini program, but still in the WeChat platform. So it's every customer journey is in the WeChat. The, the nature behavior here, we don't use the mobile camera to scan the QR code. Uh, I knew because I have experience to to do some uh, uh, foreigner project, so I knew everyone to scan use scan use the uh, mobile camera. So it will direct to the browser service. But here it's a little different. We use the WeChat to scan. Mm-hmm. So it's still in the WeChat. At the end of the year 2017, the number of mobile internet users in China reached 753 million. The mobile internet users account for 97.5% of the total netizen population. The portion of Chinese netizen using desktops, laptops or tablet computers to access the internet was 53%, 35% and 27% respectively. So we can say mobile in the Western world is just a dessert in China. It is the main course. I think you're right. Uh, our principle, everything principle. If it's if this product need to, I mean the the, the product uh, the end user is the normal user for everyone. Definitely, this product need to mobile firstly. The ongoing project I'm trying to. Uh, start to design mobile first and to present mobile firstly but uh, yes in the previous years uh, we knew mobile first but we are the same we do the uh, desktop uh, laptop version firstly then we do the responsible design i i can i also can can sharing uh, some experience in china everything's mobile first that's the thing. Another thing, uh, we are trying to to keep the design simple. That's another principle. But sometimes in your visualize, you will feel uh, Chinese ver- You can combine for different brand. Uh, there English version and Chinese version. Sometimes the visual in your eyes, you will feel for Ch- the uh, the Chinese version is a little bit complicated or complex. Of course, they have a lot of reason, and one of the reason is, for my opinion, the the Chinese character. Mm-hmm. It's a little bit uh, the shape. It's different between the English letters. The Chinese character looks like a, a, a small icon, 
So in the, especially for the small mobile interface, the size is very small. So you will feel a lot of a lot of icons if you don't uh, recognize it's a Chinese character or something too. So the design is really, really difficult to make it simple. That's our challenge. Uh, we'll try our best to keep it actually. So we face it for every project because we some uh, usually we will have to at least two version. It's Chinese version, Chinese character version, and another is the we use the English version. So uh, I, I would like to say for the UI designers, it's, it's a lot of challenge for making simply uh, in the mobile design. The language itself has impacted the interface greatly. There's a theory that in cultures that use more complex alphabets, people's brains are highly trained to parse a large amount of data. Not everyone likes to use the search function. It doesn't mean they don't use the search engine. They used, but uh, in our experience uh, people like to everything can ob- obviously to 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 find it so that's why you maybe that's why it, you feel a lot of information in your in your in your in the, in the interface that's one reason another reason is yes i introduced to you for the wechat uh, i think for the cultural background um, people like to use a super app mm-hmm. The super app have super super a lot of functions, so I think uh, they are uh, familiar and they are accepted to use uh, super app. Uh, so that's why maybe this two version is different. Yeah. Xiaoming in her career experienced a multicultural approach in foreign projects. Yes, yes, we do have a lot of uh, foreign project. Mm-hmm. I think we have experience to design for the. European market mm-hmm. and the American American market. For that moment, it's one thing is maybe the communication time is a little bit long for us. Uh, but but the good part is uh, I think uh, we have another dimension uh, to see our client their requirement. Sometimes we give them their uh, we we will give give them their some feedback or their or ask some questions that they never thought because sometimes they feel it's a common sense for for your background for, for the industry but sometimes maybe it's just in their mind maybe the normal user they don't 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 think about it so it's a good part another part is in the in the european i think the legal policy is totally different for every market in Italy, in the other countries, it is totally different. So we, we can call it EU, but uh, actually every market, every region market has their specific rules. So we need to care for and to, to learn every market that they have so, and respect to every market that they will have very specific things. So we need to manage it and, and to learn it and to present it to effect to our design. To melt advantages from each culture in a unique app, it is possible. That's a very interesting question. But but uh, before uh, to answer these questions, uh, we may, we might need to think about how to define the advantage. I'm not sure I I, I can answer your question mm. for this one. 
because uh, for different groups, they have different experience, they have different cultures. Some people might feel uh, mixing simple is as an advantage. Some people might feel uh, we can we use more and more functions as an advantage. We might not need to combine advantage. We only need to do is we to, we try to find the advantage for this for some some product target user what they want. Xie Xie Xiaoming, thanks for sharing your experiences and your point of view regarding design approach. Our belief, now even more carved on the stone, is that to design valuable products and services requires us to put ourselves into other people's shoes. It means acknowledging our users' cultural background, physical and social environment, mindset, values and habits. If you have any feedback, you can write us on Instagram and LinkedIn. Another episode of The Entanglers will be released in a few weeks. If you want more information about Tangity, just visit our website, tangity.design. Thanks again for listening. Bye-bye. <laughs>